it is more of the best of the Cooking in the Dark show. Welcome to Cooking in the Dark. The kitchen. I will go to the kitchen. And although some recipes I cannot read, still I'm sure I can't do everything I need. This show, Cooking in the Dark, it is the key. He's a mighty talkative Texan. You know Cheryl, she tells him so. I know Dale Campbell would like to welcome you to this hair show. Cooking in the Dark is a presentation of Blind Mice Mega Mall at www.blindmicemegamall.com. Holy smoly guacamole! Welcome to Cooking in the Dark. I'm Cheryl Cummings, and I'm going to introduce to you the man who proves to us every week that you don't need sight to cook dinner tonight, Dale Campbell. Arriba! Arriba! Cinco de Mayo, man! It is Cinco, Cinco de, de Mayo. Mayo. Yeah. yeah, well, it's past, but we're recording this on Cinco de Mayo. So... We're making enchiladas today. Oh, yeah. I love enchiladas, man. Mm-mm-mm. I could eat them and eat them and eat them and eat them. There's so many different types. Beef, chicken, shrimp, cheese, sour cream. Ah, fajita beef with cilantro sauce. Oh, man, oh, man, man. <laughs> We're just going to be making... Some pretty basic. Well, what we're going to do today is I've, we've we've taken uh, a good friend of ours, Henry. May rest in peace, Henry. Uh, he's passed away a few years ago due to complications with diabetes. Seems to get a lot of us, man. But he has an excellent, excellent recipe for cheese enchiladas that we've used. In fact, we've made them on the show before, a long time ago. We did. Probably about show 12 or something, I don't know, back when Skyler was a young elementary student, not a college student. My gosh, I'm getting old, y'all. <laughs> but anyway, we're, we've, we've adapted his cheese enchilada recipe to this chicken and spinach recipe. And man, enchiladas, y'all, are so easy to make. They just, you just basically throw them together. They're a great thing if you're having some people over, you know, and everybody come over and, and everybody gets, they, you can get everybody doing their own little job and, uh, <laughs> and, you know, and, and just kind of like a little assembly line, but we'll get into that. We'll get into that. Cinco de Mayo, May, it's May and, uh, gee whiz, man, Kansas City got 13 inches of snow over the weekend here. It was colder than a son of a gun here in Houston down in the forties. We were breaking lows, records for low temperatures. Old man winter just will not leave, Cheryl. Get on out the door. Somebody not, should go to the light. Go to not, the light. <laughs> not easily and certainly not willingly. <laughs> no. No, it's been crazy. Now, my electric bill's been great. Electric bill's only been about 100 bucks, which is, that's fine. I like it. Beats that three or $400 when the AC starts rolling, you know. But, wow. but that'll be coming. It'll yeah, be coming. Yeah. Won't be far away, but it is what it is. So, Cheryl, you got your new stove. We did get our new stove. I nice. I had initially assumed that they'd blown us off, but I suppose it just took longer than I than they told us to come in. 
Okay. And uh, so it, it's here. All my anxiety is like, oh my gosh, are you sure? Poor Timmy's like, it will fit through the door. <laughs> yes. It will fit through the entrance to the kitchen. Stop. <laughs> right, right. I'll just stay up this wall. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, we had the wonderful plumbing uh, company that came and they took out, you know, disconnected the old one, took it out. Uh, and then the new stove came and, and it, it works. It's a little, it's a little different. Okay. I was telling you, you know, how normally you, you turn, you turn your knobs on and it would go like your first, um, it would sort of go low to high. This one goes high to low. Right. That was your old one. Your old one was electric, right? No, no, no. The old one was gas was, also. Now, did it, did your old one have the electronic start? Uh, I don't, maybe. What do you mean? Did it click? Did, 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 it did, did when you yes. turned the gas? Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. It lit, up. It lit it automatically. Did, it okay. did click. But I swear I turned the buttons the other way. Okay. Because this, this one, it, it feels different. It feels like I'm turning to the right. No, to the left. Instead of to the right. Yeah. Now, see, on my cooktop, the one here in the studio, they go. it goes to the left. Mm-hmm. It goes to the right for off and goes to the left. But, but mine are opposite. Like, my off position is at 6 o'clock. Your off position is at 12 o'clock. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that would be that would be kind of weird to me. Yeah. But it's all in what it, it is what it is, you yeah, know? Yeah, no, I mean, it's sort of, you know, it's fun. It's like, okay, that's different. In another month, you won't even notice it. I hope not. Well, so Five and, burners. You got two big burners and some small ones. Yep. And sort of one, in, you know, the fifth in the middle where, where, you, where I'd usually stick my spoon and stuff like that. Right. Um, but now it's got a burner, so I have to remember uh, that. And okay. uh, and then the oven, it's a panel, flat panel. But nice. uh, Senor Cummings has put up labels. And okay. you can actually, like, if you run your fingers across the panel, you can feel the buttons below the the, the, the plastic oh, thing right. that's oh, on the, the top. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. But I have not mastered the art of turning the oven on as yet. Okay. Now it's great because now I can go cook. What cook? Yeah, Tim, you're <laughs> cooking. See, another excuse to get out of the kitchen, you women. My wife's the same way. She doesn't venture into the kitchen. That's funny. Well, you know. Oh shoot. Well, that's good, man. I'm glad you got it. Our refrigerator saga is still going on. No. We um, finally went back in the store. Blah blah blah. And uh, of course, the manager we were supposed to meet with had left five minutes early. The store manager wasn't answering her page or wasn't there or whatever. So this other manager came over, didn't even introduce herself to us, walked right by us, made a rude comment about my guide dog, you know, You're and kidding. just uh, talked to the salesman, didn't even acknowledge Candace or I. Hmm. And I was like, wow, how rude, you know. Then she refused to give the deal that uh, we were supposed to get. So we ended up having to call back and go through all this stuff again. Then the, the guy was supposed to take care of it on, the, on a Sunday, and he didn't do it. All right. So why are you so committed to buying from them? Uh, because of the deal. <laughs> it was going to save us um, 600 bucks. Oh, okay. But I, at this point, I am ready to go spend the extra 600 and give the business to another company that wants our business. Yeah, that's insane. And we've, we've written a letter to Chicago, mm -hmm. you know, so we'll see how that plays out. Okay. But basically, I am just astonished. I mean, and wow. nobody is, I mean, when you call and leave a message for the store manager and they don't call you back, mm -hmm. 
that's a problem. You know, or the when you call to talk to the department manager because you have an issue and he doesn't pick your call up, so you get to talk to some salesman. You know, there's a problem. I'm like, man, I back when I was working for the company, first of all, the salesman, we were empowered to, to handle these problems. It would have been it would have been a non-issue mm-hmm. had had um, had it been back then. You know, but now it's just it's crazy, crazy, crazy. Anyway. Enough of that, man. We're going to take a little break. We're going to come back. Um, but first, these two guys were two drunks are driving in their car and drinking, drinking beers. And uh, all of a sudden, the driver looks in the rear view and he sees a cop coming up on him. Lights are flashing. There he's there getting pulled over. And his buddy goes, man, what are we going to do? And the guy goes, don't worry about it. I got it figured out. Here, peel the labels off of these beer bottles. So his buddy peels the labels off. Now each of them sticks it to their foreheads, <laughs> and the cop walks up and he looks at him, kind of does a double take, and still asks for the driver's, you know, his license and registration, and says, "Now, sir, have you been drinking?" And he's like, "No, sir, officer, I haven't been drinking." He goes, "But I, I observed you weaving in the road." He goes, "Well, no, I haven't been drinking." And he goes, "But the cop goes, well, I've got to ask you, what is on your forehead? Why do you have those?" beer labels on your forehead and he goes well see sir we're both alcoholics and we're on the patch (laughs) 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 all right y'all hang with us man we're going to be right back on cooking in the dark we're doing enchiladas chicken and spinach enchiladas they're going to be delicious now here's more of the show with Dale Campbell and Cheryl Cummings. All right, y'all. Chicken, spinach, enchiladas. Man, these are easy and they are fun. It's kind of a little assembly line. We're going to get all of our stuff going. And uh, we're going to make our sauce. We're going to get our meat ready. Then we're going to basically just start filling and rolling. And Putting that's it all, all there together. is yes. to making enchiladas. So, um, Cheryl, why don't you go ahead and read the recipe I I'm going to start that. opening up the cans of enchilada sauce so that we can get those, get them, we got to get our sauce going. Oh, I'm excited. Do. All right, so. Cinco de Mayo. Hey, did you know that Cinco de Mayo is not even a real holiday? It's not Mexican Independence Day. Mexican Independence Day is in September. Well, it's a good day to get together and, you know. Buy some beer. That's enjoy the spring. <laughs> it's a beer selling. It's a beer selling thing. Though so actually, Cinco de Mayo was a celebration for a battle that was fought down in southern Mexico when they beat this little community. Uh, beat I think Spain, whipped Spain, drove them out of there, drove them out of Mexico. But it's just a little bitty territory way down south. Uh-huh. Anyway, I digress. Okay, enchiladas. Yes. yes. <laughs> okay, ready. Yes. Okay, I'm ready. All right, here we go. On the edge of my seat. All right. So this says 20 corn tortillas, 2 cups diced green chilies, 6 cups enchilada sauce, 1 medium onion minced, 1 teaspoon ground cumin, 1 teaspoon sugar, teaspoon salt, teaspoon fresh ground pepper, 3 cups sour cream, 2 pounds of ground meat, be it beef or chicken, or turkey, uh, 10 ounces of frozen spinach thawed, 3 cups of Monterey Jack cheese shredded, and that's all you need. So first what we need to do, we need to take our enchilada sauce, put it in a pot. So I've got a four quart 
pot here. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're just going to dump our enchilada sauce into that. Get this going here. Actually, you know what? I'm going to change to a six quart. Just to be on the safe side. Good Just idea. Just in case. Just a good idea. Because once you fill, yeah, you don't want to. This. What you can do to try to keep from making a mess. Well, let's go ahead and do that. <laughs> <laughs> With a six quart, I know we're going to be okay. Four quart, we might have been okay, but I don't want to be. Spilling anything if I get all excited and process yeah, making this here good stuff. <laughs> never know, never know. All right, so go ahead and read the directions there. All right, so with the with the enchilada sauce, you're gonna put that in the saucepan. You're gonna put in your cumin, sugar, salt, and pepper. Okay. You're gonna bring that to a boil. Okay. You're gonna reduce the heat and simmer for about ten minutes. Okay. And then when it's done, you're going to take it off the heat, stir in the sour cream, and put it aside. So that's right. action step number one. All right. So we're putting in our enchilada sauce. Right. We've got our fire on hot. Four cup would have been okay. We would have made it. I mean a four quart, but because it's, it's about a third of the way up. Okay. Well, better safe than not. Better safe than sorry. All right. And we need um, a teaspoon of cumin, yep. correct? Yep. Teaspoon of sugar. All right. Teaspoon of salt. Uh-huh. And teaspoon of pepper. There you go. And it all goes into the enchilada sauce. Okay. We bought some new cumin. The other stuff was... I don't know how old it was, Uh-oh. but it's good to replace it. It is. You, know, you should do that every season with your spices. Mm-hmm. Cumin sure is good stuff. It Excellent is. guacamole. Yeah. Bacon and eggs. <laughs> Absolutely. I like cumin. It's a good spice. It's just ground coriander seeds. There you go. Ground up. Got some good news and bad news, boys. You're not going to be a seed anymore. You're getting ground. <laughs> hey, I heard something about dolphins the other day. Did you know they are so intelligent that within about a week of being in captivity, mm-hmm. they can actually train a man to walk to the side of their pool three times a day and feed them. <laughs> 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 Smart animals. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there we go with our pepper. Now we need to add just a little bit of sugar. About a teaspoon of sugar. Teaspoon. Boy, I haven't been on this shelf in the pantry in a while. Uh-oh. Need to do some bacon. Yes. Some cookies or... Okay, one teaspoon of sugar. Then we're going to let this come to a boil. And then we'll just let it simmer for about 15 minutes, you say? I said about 10. Okay. 10. Ten I like that. Ten that means we'll be eating five minutes sooner. Exactly. 
Now, let's turn our attention to some meat. I'm using, um, I'm not using ground mm -hmm. chicken. Okay. I'm using boneless, skinless chicken thighs. Ooh. Uh, they were on sale. Okay. So what I've done is I've put them in a skillet with a little bit of water, put a lid on them, and I've been letting them cook. They were frozen when I put them in. But um, they should be all right now. You get a wooden spoon here and stir our enchilada sauce. Okay. Mmm. Enchilada sauce is good. Good for you. Good for what ails you. There you go. All right. Let me get my tongs. My silicone tongs. I've got me a bowl here. One of our perfect bowls. <gasps> perfect. And uh, I'm going to get our chicken out. And we're going to kind of shred it. Step two in the process. Yes. So does that mean you're just going to sort of pull the meat off the bone? Or it's, I'm sorry, yeah, it's they're, they're boneless. Yeah. yeah, we're going to use a fork and just kind of to sort of run it across the meat. Okay. Now with thighs too, thighs are kind of nice because um, they do pull apart in some nice pieces. Mm -hmm. I mean, we, you could cut these in strips if you wanted to. Um, you could put them in, a, if you have a food processor, put them in there and grind them down. Now we're going to make them a couple ways too. Um, one part of the recipe calls for us to add some cheese in with the mixture. So we'll do that with part of them. Okay. But not with all of them. Just simply because some people may be lactose intolerance. May not be able to eat cheese. And I just want to show the difference anyway. That's the real reason. I'm going to dice up this onion here real fast. So we need to dice an onion. Get my chef knife out. Here's what I'm doing on the onion. I'm cutting off both ends. Where the root end and the other the opposite end. I don't know what that other end is called. One's the root end. And maybe it's just called the other end. Uh, yeah. Works for me. Works for me. Alright. Okay, now I'm going to cut it in half. And then I'm going to quarter it. Let me peel off the dead layers here. Now, does it say a, a small onion or a half an onion? Uh, medium onion. Medium, okay. This is kind of a large one, so... Let me just do half of it. With the, and you've got to kind of watch your onions too, because if you get a real sharp onion, you know, a really oniony onion, mm -hmm. um, you want to be careful on that. I think aren't red onions generally sort of sweeter than the white onions? Yeah, yeah. white are the the white are the most oniony. Yeah. Then the yellow, huh. and then the red. That's why red you'll find a lot of times in a salad. You know, right, just sliced right. ringlets on there. All right, putting the 
onion on the grid here and there you go we have a diced onion nice easy and quick just that fast oh there's a couple pieces that got away put them on there it's got a little 4x4 four four grid here y'all and you just put what you want to dice on it I mean remember when I made that jalapeno strawberry jelly we used that to dice up the strawberries and the jalapenos before we grinded them down and made our jelly mm, that stuff was good too that was delicious we gotta do something like that again yeah it's springtime time to do it stuff will be on sale okay I'm kind of I'm doing the onion real quick y'all so I can let the chicken kind of cool so I can get a hold of it it's still a little little hot our sauce is um, getting ready, getting close to boiling. Not quite boiling yet. So you know what? This will be a good time. Why don't we take five right here? Or okay. take two? Something like that. We'll take a little break. We'll be right back. And uh, we'll get everything prepped and ready to go. Cooking in the dark. We will be right back. Now with more of the show. Here's Cheryl Cummings and Dale Campbell. Welcome back to more Cooking in the Dark. Cooking in the Dark. Cooking okay. in the Dark. I finally got this chicken cool enough to where I can handle it. This is good. Oh, yeah, very good. <laughs> now, if you're doing ground meat, you just want to brown it. Yes. You know, just brown it in the skillet. And um, if you don't know how to brown it, I suggest you go back and listen to, to a, some older shows. Because we browned, um, we browned meat a lot. Browning meats. Ooh, shoot, hot, hot. <laughs> Put that piece down. Ooh. What I'm doing is I'm just kind of basically just pulling these the, the chicken apart. It's just kind of coming right apart. I'm just kind of peeling it off, breaking it apart in different little pieces. Mm -hmm. When I say little pieces, some of it's pulling off in in what I would call strips, kind of like string cheese, you know, mm -hmm. would pull off and, you know, and I'm making sure those pieces are maybe an inch or so long. Some of them are little chunks, which it's all good. You can just kind of take these, these thighs and just kind of squeeze them together and the little pieces and they do kind of crumble up, which is really nice. By steaming it like we did with the water and cooking it, it makes them fairly tender and really the steam gets up in the meat, I think, and helps to kind of saturate it. So this is really coming coming out nicely. It's a little bit quicker and easier to do this than it is to shred it with a fork, just because there's so many different little pieces of these thighs. Now, if you do the bone in, definitely use a fork to help. <clears throat> you can just shred it right off the bone. And you do that just by scraping the tines of the fork across the meat. And it will... Um, It'll just pull it right off. Okay, here's that hot one again. Whew, dang. Hot potato, baby. Whee, yay, yay, yay. Holy cow. Why is that piece so hot? That piece felt like it was on the sun, girl. Uh-oh. Not good, not, not good. kidding, man. Wow. I got tender little fingers. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So check this out, Cheryl. I heard the story about this guy in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Bought these, um, bought a case of about 24 cigars and insured them against fire. They were super expensive cigars. $15,000 he paid for these. 
and shirt them against fire and smoked them. Well, he hadn't even paid a premium yet, and he filed a claim. No. The insurance company refused to pay because they said he consumed them, you know, we, they, with normal, normal use, normal right. consumption. Right. Well, he sued him and ended up winning. And in the judge's statement, the judge said that it was because the insurance company insured him against fire and failed to fully disclose what the definition of that of fire was. <laughs> so he won a $15,000 settlement. Oh, my. Bought another pack? <laughs> well, after the insurance company didn't fight it, they didn't file an appeal. They just paid it. Mm-hmm. When he cashed his check, they sued him. Uh, they had him arrested. I'm sorry. They didn't sue him. They had him arrested mm-hmm. for arson. And they used his testimony... In the previous case, because he said that each of the cigars were lost in 24 small individual fires. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) But because he admitted that he started the fire, (laughs) they got him, they arrested him, and he ended up being found guilty and sentenced to 24 one-year terms. (laughs) One-year prison sentences for arson. (laughs) Crazy. Gotta like it. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Lawyers with a sense of humor, I've got to say. <laughs> I tell you, that was pretty funny. Setting him up. He thought he was walking away. Wow. Thought he was sneaky. Turned out he got busted. Okay. Uh, Here we go. We've got our chicken all shredded up. Now we're going to take our um, green chilies. Two cups of these. I'm going to drain these first. These are little bitty four ounce cans. Gosh, we couldn't find any larger cans of diced green chilies. Do they have larger cans? Yeah, I've seen them. Okay. Well, I mean, I've touched them. (laughs) But our grocery store here is kind of quirky with what they carry and don't carry sometimes. kind of gone downhill. I'm kind of disappointed. Hmm. They used to have, they used to be awesome. You know, draining the green chilies, that might be something you might want to do at the beginning before you start even doing your sauce, just because they are kind of moist. They're liquid. Yeah, there's a little bit of liquid in there. Okay. So I'm just kind of Running my hands through them, lifting up, flipping them down, lifting up, just kind of lifting them up and letting them drop back down to help drain some of the moisture, the water out of them. You don't have to get it all out, it's okay, but getting the majority of it out will be, is what we want. Okay, so we're almost there. We've got to let our enchilada sauce simmer for a little bit. All right, we're close. Well, you gotta do, you're going to do something with the tortillas, right? Yes, we'll do that when we get ready to roll them. Okay. Now, the recipe calls for you to actually... Let me turn the heat down here so we can let our sauce simmer. What the recipe calls to do is to um, get a skillet and fill it about a quarter of an inch 
about a with about a quarter of an inch of oil. Get it hot, and then one by one, put your tortillas in for about 10 seconds. What right. that does is kind of warms the tortillas up, gets them a little pliable, and gets them to where you can roll them easily. What we're going to do is use the microwave. I put, I put four of them in at a time, right. microwave for about 15 to 20 seconds. It gets them warm and pliable. Then we'll do our, then we'll roll them, stuff them, and put them in the pan. <laughs> Ooh, we are fry right. them up, fry them up like the fisherman or something. The baker <laughs> man. What is it? Patty cake, patty cake, baker's mm -hmm. man. Yep. Roll them up, roll them up, and throw them in the pan. <laughs> All right, my kind of dig. All right, so we're gonna need to combine. We've got our chicken here. Mm -hmm. Wash my hands. Our onions. We need to grate our cheese. We're going to need three cups of cheese. So basically what we're doing, y'all, we're getting the stage set. We're getting all of our ingredients ready to go here. What type of cheese are you going to use? Oh, the best. What's the best? Monterey Jack. Oh, okay. Well, the best for this recipe. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a two-pound block of it, mm -hmm. and I've got um, I cut half I cut it in half, so we're going to be grating about a pound of cheese. I'm not exactly sure what the weight to cupage is. Okay. But again, this is not you know an exact. I'm using the tower grater, and I'm using the coarsest, the biggest grate that there is on it. Now it's got three. But this will get us nice big pieces of cheese that will melt down nicely. Because mm -hmm. when we construct these, we'll mix a little bit of this cheese in with our meat. Mm -hmm. And put them inside. Then we'll also put a little bit of it on top. Oh, that sounds nice. And then put a little more of the, of the, the uh, enchilada sauce, the leftover sauce, on top of that. Mm -hmm. On top. Yeah, these are so great, y'all. And, and two, making these, if you're by yourself, you're thinking, man, 20 enchiladas. Get yourself some smaller foil pans and make these and put them in the pans and then freeze them. Oh, that's a good idea. And then you can pull them out at any time. You know, have six or eight or six, you know, five or six in a pan. Mm -hmm. And microwave, I mean, not microwave them, but bake them. Bake them again, yep. And, and yeah, I mean, you won't have, don't bake them the first time if you're going to oh, freeze I them. See. Once you make them, just freeze them. Okay, yeah. And then pull them out, throw them right in the oven, bake them. Um, and then, man, you've got enchiladas when you want them. That's a nice plan. I like it. I like it when a plan comes together. Okay. <laughs> We've got our cheese grated. Cheese is mm -hmm. over here. Okay. I'm going to add our spinach now. We've got a 10-ounce box of frozen spinach that's been thawed. Oh. I'm add that. Oh, so you're just, you're mixing the spinach up with... Mm-hmm, mixing the spinach in with the chicken. Okay. And we're going to add the onions. Ah. Okay, so you're, you're just, you're mixing all the toppings, I mean the fillings together. Mm-hmm. Okay. We're going to put all the fillings together. Now we're going to add in, dump in our green chilies. Okay. You know what, I'm going to need to get a, let me get a little bigger bowl to mix this up in. Okay. Put the onion in. 
that's what I was saying. This is kind of a cool thing mm-hmm. to do if you have a lot of people because you can have one person doing the tortillas, right. getting those done. Right. You can have another person doing putting the sauce on them. You can have another person filling them. And then another person rolling them and putting them in the pan. This is true. So it's kind of one of those things where you can get a bunch of people doing different, you know, everybody can be in the kitchen having, having a cerveza or a little vino. Henry, I think, was, schnitzel. Henry I think, was big into vino. Yeah, Henry liked wine. He strongly believed that you should always cook with wine. <laughs> yes. I, well, we do. Yes. <laughs> I mean, gosh, when you start bringing your own wine glass... You know, <laughs> you might have a problem. <laughs> I'm moving the, the, the meat mixture to the sink just so as I'm mixing it up, because I'm, again, kind of digging to the bottom, mm-hmm. lifting up, and just kind of making sure we're getting everything all mixed in here good. You don't want an enchilada that's all chicken, and you don't want one that's all... Like all cheese Silly. or just yeah. onions and spinach or, yeah. Yeah. Now, I haven't put any cheese in these yet. Okay. I'm going to make a couple of them without the cheese. Mm-hmm. Then we'll put the cheese in and do the rest of them with cheese in them. And with all the ingredients being cooked, you know, the chicken already being cooked, of course, right. the chili peppers and the spinach and stuff, the onions, they, you know, you can eat those raw if you want. Right. Here's an onion. Wouldn't it be crazy if onions were like apples, man? People just ate them like that. Hey, you know. <laughs> Take a big bite I think out of them. Some people do, don't they? Really? Wow. I don't okay. Know. Maybe. Yeah, I know. Because, yeah, once you've put everything together into the oven, 350, 20 minutes. Yeah. Just long enough to, you know, melt your cheese, get it all bubbly. Right. Get them all delicious. Now, I'm going to show you a couple tricks, too, when we roll them up and put them in the pan. All It'll right. help eliminate some problems. Like, you mean sort of it breaking apart when you go to take it out of the pan? Uh-huh. Ooh, that's a good thing. Yeah. Or getting in there and, yeah, here, there's some, a couple little tricks that we'll help you with here. That'll be, that'll be great. Cool, cool, cool. Okay, we are, I think, ready to start constructing, man. We've got our mixture here. Mm-hmm. Our chicken mixture is all mixed up. Mm-hmm. Our sauce has been simmering. All right. It's ready to go. All right. Oh, so, uh, don't forget sour cream. Oh, yes. Thank you very much. For the sauce. Let me put that in there right now. Get it out here. Need three cups of sour cream. Yes, 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 yes. Find the little... Oh, that sour cream didn't want to give it up, man. <laughs> open up, open up. <laughs> okay, one... Two, three, okay, that will, um, I'll kind of stir that up, get it to kind of break down, oh, sometimes gravity is just a pain in the butt, you know what? Uh-oh. Hmm. One thing's for sure, if you're looking for something, it's always on the floor, it's like I tell Pilots, you know, back in the old days when you used to get on a plane, you know, they'd be standing out there when you're getting on saying hi to you and stuff. Now they're all locked down, but mm-hmm. I tell them, look, if you need help landing, I can find the ground. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't guaranteeing the condition of the plane after I put it on the ground, but 
I can find it. I know which way to go. <laughs> yes, yes. Let gravity do the work, man. Ah, oh, this smells very good. This enchilada sauce. Oh, I can almost taste these, Cheryl. Delish. Mm-hmm. On Cinco de Mayo in Houston, Texas, <laughs> we're making enchiladas. All right. Hey, our sauce is about ready to go. Our fillings are ready. Mm -hmm. We'll get our tortillas ready. I'm going to get a little station set up for uh, processing. And uh, we'll be right back on Cooking in the Dark. Now, more of the show with your host, Dale Campbell and Cheryl Cummings. All right, y'all. We are back. I've got a little area set up, a little workstation over here set up. I'll kind of explain to you what I'm doing. Right now I'm putting uh, I'm putting five tortillas, corn tortillas, in the microwave. We're going to hit them for about 20, 25 seconds or so, just to warm them up and kind of make them a little pliable. So what I've left is the, the baking sheet that we're going to be putting our tortillas in. In front of me, directly in front of me, is a just a regular dinner plate. Behind that is our enchilada sauce. And then... To the left of the, en of the enchilada sauce, behind the baking pan, is our um, chicken, our meat mixture. Okay? Uh-huh. So here's what we're going to do. Where's the cheese? The cheese is off to the side. Okay. I'm sorry. We're not doing the cheese yet. All right. I'm getting, I'm getting ahead of you. Sorry. I know. You want the cheese, man. I do. Okay. 21 seconds wasn't good. Let's go another 15. I can tell because when I picked up the tortilla, it was still kind of cool. Yeah. It was a little rubbery, though. That's good. A little more pliable than it was before it went in. So I just went another 15 seconds. Okay. Oh, much better. All right. So now what I've done is I've taken my quarter cup measuring cup, and I've put some sauce on the plate. Now I'm putting the tortilla down on both sides, so both sides will be coated with the sauce. Now I've also got, one thing I didn't mention, I've got a kitchen towel underneath the plate. Okay. You could use another cookie sheet if you wanted to. I'm just using a towel. I don't plan on making that much of a mess. <laughs> but you never knew. Okay, so now we're going to take out about a quarter cup or so of our meat mixture mm -hmm. and put it on our tortilla. Now you want to put it down kind of towards the side, down towards the bottom, kind of right across there. Make sure you don't overfill it. If you feel like there's a little too much in there, go ahead and take a little out. It's okay. Now we're going to add about a quarter cup of our enchilada sauce. Just pour it right over the top of the meat. Now here's where if we were using cheese, we would sprinkle some cheese on here too. Now just take your tortilla from the bottom up and just roll it all the way up and around. Now what I did, I rolled it all the way over. I'm putting it in the pan with the the rolled up edge, you know the, the last flap, mm -hmm. the exterior, mm -hmm. down and I'm going to make sure that I put them all pointing the same way. Okay. Does that make sense? It does, yeah. Okay. So that, that way I know, and they're down at the, it's at the bottom left side of the pan, and I'm going to make sure that I mark it so that I know. What I want to be able to do is when I use a spatula to come in and scoop out a couple of these enchiladas, I want to make sure that I go with the roll, okay, not against it. Right. So that you don't accidentally get that that spatula in between the tor you know the tortilla that's rolled up the bottom of it and where it's rolled mm -hmm. on the actual enchilada so that everything uh, they'll all be facing the same direction okay that's all there is to it one down 
20 to go. So we'll do another one here. Again, coat both sides, flip the tortilla, coat both sides. About a quarter cup of our filling, plop it down there. I might use just a little bit more. You'll get it hang for this, you'll feel it, you'll understand. Yeah, you'll About figure out how much. a quarter cup of sauce. All right. And just pour the sauce over the meat. Grab the bottom of your tortilla, start rolling it up. Fairly tight, but not too tight, gently. And put it on the pan. That's all there is to it. I'm going to put a little bit of enchilada sauce in our pan. Oh, that's a nice idea. Sort of at just the bottom? Mm-hmm. Okay. Just, I'm just putting a quarter cup in there. Just kind of let it go there. And uh, let me do one more of these without cheese. I'm waiting for the cheese one. I'm just <laughs> just letting you know. All right. I think I think half of the audience is waiting for cheese. Yeah, yeah I'm I, sure. Yeah. Yeah, me too. The only problem is the cheese ones are ours. <laughs> well, you don't have to say that. We could pretend. We're, we're planning to share. Yes, of yeah. course. The three that don't have cheese. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Filling. Enchilada sauce. Okay. And then just roll it up and put it in the pan. Just like that. Wash my hands off here. I'm going to do one more just so we're even. Okay. This is all there is to it, y'all. And then... This is why this is a fun little thing. You know, if you have a, a few people over or whatever, everybody has, you know, everybody can kind of do this together. Right. One person can be putting the filling in, another person adding the sauce, another person rolling, kind of plop the filling right there in, in the middle. Now, if you're doing these cheese, do the same thing. I mean, you'd use um, about three cups of grated cheese, of cheddar cheese, and about three cups of Monterey Jack. Combine those two cheeses, and then you would use your cheese as your filling. It's a nice dish. You can, and you know, if you have vegetarians in your family, take out the the meat and just use just do cheese cheese or spinach or whatever you want to do yeah spinach and sour cream oh yeah mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> tofu okay <laughs> that works okay that's it man we're just going to keep going i'll do a couple with cheese real quick here well and then we'll um take a little break okay because i didn't say while you were doing that i could certainly reread re the recipe yeah we'll do that in a second okay what I was thinking about doing was do uh, do a couple with cheese, and then we'll take a break. Mm -hmm. Come back, and um, I'll you know we'll get these in the oven and get them going. Ooh, then and, we can um, taste. Yeah, man. Taste. Yeah. Okay. And now and get my cheese over here. Since it's uh, in homage of Cinco de Mayo, maybe I could have a margarita this time. We can do that. Yeah, I think that. In fact, I have I have the stuff to make them right here. Awesome. Awesome. So we are good to go with that. Just getting a, a bowl here to put the cheese in. Okay, put my cheese right here between the pan for the meat. Okay, last tortilla of the first batch. Okay, here we go again. A little bit of filling. Now these I'm going to cut down on the filling just a little bit. The chicken and the spinach. Add a little bit of cheese. When I say a little bit, just a touch. Just enough to kind of put over the top so that when it melts, it'll kind of melt all down in and around and be all good. Quarter cup of enchilada sauce, and then we're going to roll it up. Roll it up. Yeah, if you try to roll these too tight, they will break. They'll tear that tortilla, so you want to be careful of that. Okay? And that's all there is to it, folks. We'll take a little break here. While we're gone, I'm going to keep on rolling and get these in the oven. We're going to bake them at 350 degrees for 20 minutes. Just enough to get the cheese nice and bubbly. But before we, we bake them, I'll uh, share with you what we do before we put them in the oven. 
We'll be right back on Cooking in the Dark. Now with more of the show, here's Cheryl Cummings and Dale Campbell. Ooh, welcome back to more Cooking in the Dark. All the enchiladas are in the pan. Now what we're going to do is we're going to take our leftover cheese and we're going to sprinkle it over the top of our enchiladas with cheese in them. Okay? Ooh, I love it. Then, okay, now I've done that, mm-hmm. I'm going to take the, rema- the remainder of the enchilada sauce mm-hmm. and pour it over the top of the enchiladas. Ooh. Okay, let me get that done. And as you're pouring it, just kind of, I'm using one of the perfect bowls, so it pours really nicely. And so I'm just kind of monitoring as I, as I pour it out slowly, kind of just making sure that I get it kind of all over the tops of, of the enchiladas and the cheese. And if you want, you can add a little more cheese on top of that if you have some. It's all good. And we're going to go into the oven, 350 degrees for 20 minutes, and we will have enchiladas. When they come out, remember which direction you need to scoop, which, you know, you need to try to mark it somehow. What I've done is the four enchiladas that do not have cheese, Mm -hmm. I had put at the very far left-hand side of the pan. Then I left about a, an inch or two gap, about a two-finger gap between those and the enchiladas with cheese. Oh, that makes sense. So that sense. I know which side I need to, to start from. Right. You can also start by putting them in the pan and then leaving a gap on the side of the pan, like a two- or three-finger gap on the side of the pan that you want to start, you know, sh- using the spatula to, you know, to slide mm-hmm. underneath. And you want to make sure that you slide underneath the, the rolled part, not the open part, you know? And what I mean by the open part is the is, is when you roll it up, it's the, the little end of the tortilla that's left. Right. I've so done that. That's it. Why don't you uh, read them the recipe one more time real fast? All right. So here we go. We need 20 corn tortillas, 2 cups diced green chilies, 6 cups enchilada sauce, 1 medium onion minced, 1 teaspoon ground cumin, 1 teaspoon sugar, a teaspoon of salt, a teaspoon of fresh ground pepper, 3 cups sour cream, Two pounds of ground meat or shredded, uh, beef, turkey, chicken, tofu, vegetables, whatever you want. Ten ounces of frozen spinach thawed. Three cups uh, shredded Monterey Jack cheese. And that's all you need. That's it. That's it. Mix it all. You want to take your enchilada sauce. And for the enchilada sauce, I use three, I think they were about 20 ounce cans. Mm -hmm. You want to use three of those. Put your enchilada sauce. I used a six quart pot just to make sure I had enough room. You want to add your sugar, your cumin, and your salt and pepper to your sauce. Bring it to a boil, turn it down, and let it simmer for about 10 minutes. While you're doing that, while it's simmering, you want to add in your three cups of sour cream. Then you want to mix up your chicken, your spinach, your chili peppers, and your onion in a bowl. Mix up the cheese if you want to put cheese in it, or you can do it like we're doing, where we just added the cheese to it after we put the meat on. Then that's your filling. Mix all that up, and there's your filling. You got your sauce. You take your tortilla, put a little bit of, you know, microwave it. it. The recipe calls for you to fry them in a skillet of grease for about 10 seconds. Eh, dangerous. Hot. You know, do it. If you want to, go ahead, man. I would recommend using some of our silicone tongs for that so you can get in and get those um, tortillas in and out of there. But you only want to do them for about 10 seconds. What I did instead was just did them in the microwave. And I think it total was about 35, 35 no, about, seconds. Yeah, about 30 right? seconds is what I did, the, yeah. the, the, started doing them for. And all, and they, it came out. It was perfect. You want to, you want the tortillas just to be a little bit pliable, so that you can roll them up and they don't tear when they roll. That's basically what we're looking at doing. Throw your, put a little sauce on a 
dinner plate, put your tortilla on it, and then flip it over so that you cover both sides of the tortilla with the enchilada sauce. Okay, then add your filling. If you're adding cheese separately, add a little bit of cheese if you want. Add a quarter cup of the um, enchilada sauce, roll it up, put it on a pan, and then bake at 350 for about 20 minutes. That's all there is to it. And again, like we said, if you know if you're by yourself or whatever, get yourself a couple little aluminum pans, put them in that, and freeze them. You know, freeze what you're not going to eat. And then you've got enchiladas. I like that idea. Cheese, chicken, spinach, mm, all ready to go. Pop them out, throw them in the oven, and you've got a great quick meal. You know, about 30, 40 minutes in a 350-degree oven if you take them right out of the freezer. You just want to make sure that cheese is good and bubbly, and you're good to go, man. You know, once you put them all in the pan, I forgot to tell you, you put the rest of your cheese and the rest of your enchilada sauce over the top of the enchiladas, and then uh, bake them. Bake them, man. <laughs> Uncovered. Way to go. It's all good. Hey, I'm Dale Campbell. She's Cheryl Cummings. This is Cooking in the Dark. And listen, don't want to miss next week's show. Mmm. We're making something good. Roasted chicken salad with apples, golden raisins, and fresh tarragon. I've already had it. It's delicious. I love it. Use a little lemon zest in the sauce that we make for it, the dressing. Oh, my gosh. You don't want to miss next week. Cooking in the Dark is a presentation of Blind Mice Mega Mall at www.blindmicemegamall.com. Cooking in the Dark was produced by THC Productions. Oh, yeah.